Kingdom Exhortations March 2024 Read by Stephen Keysweater Good morning. In 1 Timothy chapter 2, the Apostle Paul begins by telling his spiritual son Timothy that he should pray and intercede for all people. He then specifically commands that intercessory prayer be made for public officials and government leaders. As Christians, this is certainly something we should emulate in our own lives. Quote, I urge then, first of all, that requests, prayers, intercession, and thanksgiving be made for everyone, for kings and all those in authority, that we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. 1 Timothy 2 verses 1 and 2. It's interesting that Paul tells Timothy that the reason for this is so that we may live, quote, peaceful and quiet lives. As Christians, unless we are instructed to do something contrary to the Bible, we are not to be the ones making disturbances and causing problems for the government and people in general. Paul goes on to tell Timothy that these things are pleasing to our triune God, who desire that every person in the world be delivered from eternal hell. This can happen only by coming to saving faith in Jesus Christ our Lord for the forgiveness of our sins and salvation of our souls. Quote, this is good and pleases God our Savior, who wants all men to be saved and to come to a knowledge of the truth. 1 Timothy 2 verses 3 and 4 In order to be saved from hell and forgiven of our sins, we must all come to a, quote, knowledge of the truth, that we are all, to a person, sinful, helpless, and hopeless, and in desperate need of the Savior, Jesus Christ. Quote, this righteousness from God comes through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe. There is no difference, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God and are justified freely by His grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. Romans 3, verses 22 through 24. As human beings, we do not truly appreciate how bad our sin really is. It's imperative that we understand that our sin is what has separated us from knowing and experiencing God in any way. Jesus Christ is indeed the only way to bridge the gap between humanity's sin and a perfectly righteous and holy God. Quote, For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus, who gave himself as a ransom for all men, the testimony given in its proper time. And for this purpose, I was appointed a herald and an apostle. I am telling the truth, I am not lying, and a teacher of the true faith to the Gentiles. 1 Timothy 2 verses 5 through 7. It's interesting and seemingly unnecessary that Paul goes out of his way to proclaim that he is in fact, quote, telling the truth and, quote, not lying. This affirmation and the reality that Paul truly was appointed by Jesus to teach and proclaim the gospel, to write scripture, and to oversee the early church as an apostle, ought to greatly encourage us in our faith and walk with Jesus. Paul now moves on to instructions for how the church ought to facilitate their times of corporate worship, giving specific details on how men and women are to present and conduct themselves. Quote, I want men everywhere to lift up holy hands in prayer without anger or disputing. I also want women to dress modestly, 
with decency and propriety, not with braided hair or gold or pearls or expensive clothes, but with good deeds appropriate for women who profess to worship God. 1 Timothy 2 verses 8 through 10. Raising our hands in praise and worship, as well as kneeling in prayer, are still wonderful exercises to help us humble ourselves before our Heavenly Father and to grow closer to Jesus Christ our Lord. It should be obvious to us all that bickering, bantering, and arguing are completely inappropriate during church gatherings of any kind, Sunday services, Bible studies, prayer meetings, etc., as is dressing in an immodest or inappropriate way that distracts from Jesus and draws attention or even attraction to ourselves. These are not times to promote ourselves, but to worship and learn about Jesus. After dealing with how men and women are to conduct themselves in biblical gatherings, Paul gives specific instructions for women regarding God's design for them in the structure of the church. Quote, a woman should learn in quietness and full submission. I do not permit a woman to teach or to have authority over a man. She must be silent. 1 Timothy 2 verses 11 and 12. This is, without question, one of the most provocative passages in all the Bible and has led to much discussion and controversy. We must understand that Paul is not saying that women cannot make any sound at all, but must not be a distraction or disturbance with their speech or comments. Similar to his instructions on how they should dress, Paul expects women to be orderly and submit to the elders' direction for the service. Additionally, he makes it clear that they are not to hold the position of elder or teaching elder, which is the highest position of authority in the church structure. This does not mean that women cannot ever teach anywhere or have any position of leadership in the church, but that when the church gathers formally, the men ought to do the teaching and preaching. Paul concludes the chapter by giving an example of biblical order and leadership through the creation of mankind. He also points out that Adam willfully sinned in eating the forbidden fruit, whereas Eve was deceived and led astray by the devil through her desire to be elevated and have more than God had given her. He ends by reminding women that they can save themselves from this same prideful mistake by laboring to serve Christ in teaching children— natural or spiritual, and by setting an example for them and others by living a growing Christ-centered life. Quote, For Adam was formed first, then Eve, and Adam was not the one deceived, it was the woman who was deceived and became a sinner. But women will be saved through childbearing if they continue in faith, love, and holiness with propriety. 1 Timothy 2 verses 13 through 15. Let us go now and commit to praying for the salvation and subsequent revelation of our government leaders, as well as for everyone the Lord brings into our lives. Keep in mind that, as Christians, we are not to cause unnecessary problems for the government, but are called to live, quote, quiet and peaceful lives in all godliness and holiness. Determined to make it a priority to help others understand the gospel, that they might come to saving faith in Jesus Christ our Lord. Remember, our Heavenly Father wants, quote, all men to be saved and to come to a knowledge of the truth. 1 Timothy 2, verse 4. Think about Paul's proclamation that he, quote, is not lying about anything he has written about Jesus. 
and be encouraged as you hold to the truth that Jesus is indeed the only mediator between us and a holy God, the only way to have our sins forgiven, to avoid eternal hell, and to go to heaven when we die. Quote, Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. John 14, verse 6. As men, it's important to take responsibility for leadership in the church seriously and to set the example in church gatherings and Bible studies for authentic and Christ-focused worship. For women, it's important to respectfully submit to the order of the service without being a distraction, either by their dress or their speech. All of us, as we're able, ought to raise our hands in worship and have times of kneeling and prayer and thanksgiving throughout our week, physically humbling ourselves before Jesus in honor and reverence to him. This will help us in dealing with the sinful pride and self-sufficiency we all struggle with. As we earnestly labor to follow the biblical mandate in all these things, we will certainly find ourselves growing to know and love Jesus more and will find increasing joy and contentment in our walk and relationship with him. Quote, The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. John 10, verse 10. May God bless you all. Kingdom Exhortations are written by John Morton, Dave Anderson, and Tom Anderson. For more information about our ministry, please visit www.kingdomd.org. Make every effort to add to your faith goodness, and to goodness, knowledge, and to knowledge, self-control, and to self-control, perseverance, and to perseverance, godliness, and to godliness, brotherly kindness, and a brotherly kindness love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But if anyone does not have them, he is nearsighted and blind, and has forgotten that he has been cleansed from past sins. 2 Peter 1 verses 5-9